I told you things were not quite, I wasn't quite completely back. This morning I printed off some information from Dr. Masuro Emoto about water. And as I was leaving the prayer and happened to glance down, I realized that it ran off the page. (laughs) But I think I understand enough of it to tell you about it anyway. So Masuro Emoto is a Japanese doctor who in 1994 began studying water. And what he initially set out to do was to find out, he expected that he could find energy in water. And so he began freezing water to look at the different shapes of crystals. And he expected the crystals would look much like what we would expect to find if we took a magnifying glass to the snow that we see around here. And then he began to add catalysts. And one of the catalysts he began to add was music. So he would play music as the water was freezing, different kinds of music. And in each case, the water crystals looked different. He used the same water basis, but each time, according to the music, the crystal would come out different. And so he began using music that was very beautiful, symphonic, Beethoven, very classical music, and then very soft love songs, and all the way into hard rock and rap. And what he found is that the quality of the crystal was deeply affected by the energy of the music, that music that was um, uh, brutal, that had a message that was painful, would either not come out in balance or the crystals would not form at all. It would be very muddy and and very unclear. And he did experiments uh, both with, um, with music and also with prayer. And even with just taping words on the outside of the container to see how all of this would affect the, the crystals that were formed and over and over and over again he had the same result and the result was when the message is given in love and beauty then what forms from that when you solidify the water is beautiful and when the message is harsh and painful then what happens is that you can't get a solid energetic base to make a crystal from this is incredibly important to us because the majority of what we are is water. And so it tells us something about how the energy of our words and our intentions and our prayers make a difference in what happens with our body, what happens in our world, especially because we are so completely surrounded by water all the time. I mean, even as little as we have here, it's always present in the air around us, isn't it? We are never without it completely. We wouldn't survive. So this work that we're going to do today is important. We make holy water for our community once a year. We do it in August because water through the, through the ancestral lines has been known as a connecting point. And it makes sense because communities gathered where there was water, didn't they? They had to have it. So wherever there was a creek or a river or a lake, towns sprang up. People gathered. Animals gathered. And at this time of year, as summer ends, we begin to gather again. We begin to come back together after having 
reach the web of love that is this community out across the world to go and see family and friends, to go see beautiful things in beautiful places. We begin at this time to come back together. This is also the time of year that we honor first harvest, where our fruits are really coming in, things are ripe. And so our community is ripe for coming together. It's ripe for creating this sacred elixir, which we'll use for many different things throughout the year. We'll use it to, uh, to bless our babies. We'll use it to bless our new couples. We'll use it to bless our prayer chaplains and our new members. We'll use it to bless people's new vehicles as we offer cleansing and protection and people's homes. There are many, many things that this water is taken out for and many things that happen right here that we use it for. So I want you to be very aware that what we're about to do is, is a very important working for our community. That when you speak into this water, when you offer your prayer or your blessing, that there is something very scientifically evidenced that's happening. That we are about to change and transform the energy that is held in this simple water to bring together all of our blessings, to bring together all of the things that we would like to be given to all of those people and that we would like to have available to us. In my office, there's a container on a shelf. You can see it as you go by that we keep holy water in. And anytime you want it during the year, we usually have plenty. Just bring a small vessel in. There's a little tap on it. You can take some home if you need it for something. What happens is after it's made... After we blend everything today, we actually boil it. We hold the intention that that boiling will remove anything that doesn't serve our babies mostly, and and we keep it holy, and that's how holy water is made. The water is completely boiled because we're bringing water from lots of different sources and we don't want any bacteria or anything. It still is not something you should drink because it comes from a lot of different places, but you certainly can use it we're blessing anything. It will be completely purified by the time we're done. So I'm going to start this this morning. And if you've never participated in our process, we have a microphone. We do ask that you speak into the microphone so that people can hear you, so that we can hold the power of what your intention is for this community. And it may be love, and it may be laughter, and it may be anything. If you've brought water from a sacred place or a place that is sacred to you, then please tell us where you went and where your water came from. And if not, we have water here and you can just pick up a pitcher and pour. Either one is just fine. Okay? So I'm going to start this morning with this water, which is last year's holy water. And I want to begin with that because I want to honor the history that is unity the history that goes back to 1989 when Myrtle and Charles began this process, began gathering people, began teaching, Um, and the history that goes back to 1922, which is our Unity Spiritual Center, our Unity in the Rockies, has been around since 1922. And we've been through six or seven different different buildings and, and many different ministers and a lot of different incarnations a lot of different ways of being, and all of that has contributed to who we are. This water has, each year, um, 
included water from the years previous. And so there's a lot of intention here that we honor the ancestral lines that brought us here, that we remember how many people have given in how many different ways that we might still be gathering today. So I offer history and the blessing of the ancestors. And anyone who would like to come up, it doesn't have to be by row or particular order. You can come up wherever you like. Good morning. This is kind of funny because I um, never bring water with me to a service, but today I did remember we were supposed to bring water, but the water I wanted to bring was from a ritual, a woman's ritual, and I thought, well, I don't really want to bring that whole thing because then I won't have any more. So unconsciously, I poured myself some water, and I poured a little bit of that sacred water into my glass, and when I walked in here, I thought, that was my intention, and I did it unconsciously. But my husband and I were in Alaska last week, and we were around glaciers, and we both said to each other, we wish we had a vessel to take that water back for this ritual today. So that's my intention with, that, with this as well. Well, I am a hiker, and um, this Monument Creek water came right from its source. I think the reason it was sealed and popped like that is because it was up really cold and kind of a higher altitude. Several years ago, I joined a yoga class, and one of the affirmations that was given before our meditation was that all beings be peaceful, healthy, and happy. And I would like to add that. And hopefully I won't spill this pitcher. I have an altar sitting at home and on that altar is this little jar that says sacred water on it. This is water from the past like we've been doing before but we asked for flowing water well this flows because every day I say prayers to it, prayers with it and, and as it's sitting there and so forth and so this is all the prayers and all the whatever <laughs> This little mermaid holds waters of the world 
been collecting since 74 when Starhawk came here and shared what she had with us. And this year was added water from Bhutan, from India, from Thailand, and from Nepal. Mm -hmm. And the intention that Anne and I wish to go along with this water is that the end of war, the end of famine, and the end of disease. I would like to add that all the beings in our community and all beings in the larger community of animals and bacteria and all the little guys um, have the living, loving, white light of the universe enfold them as they walk their path. I think I was a mermaid in my past life. <laughs> I love the water. And so I got this from my rain gauge. So it's just a little bit, but it's all I had. And um, basically it's for cleansing. And I think water, since we are 88% water in our bodies, it brings cleansing and it brings new life. And there's nothing like new life. I am visiting. I lived here five years ago, and I used to attend this church and these services. So while I'm visiting from New York, um, I wanted to attend, and I am here with my dear friend, and when I came to her house to stay with her, she had beautiful roses for me, and she told me about this church service and the uh, water, so I grabbed some water from beautiful roses that she had um, given to me. So my intent this morning will be love. The water I brought this morning is from my backyard. My backyard is a haven. It's a place where I have joy and I have peace. So I contribute this morning with this water with peace and joy. took a trip this summer, and I'm so pleased that I actually remembered to collect water, because <laughs> I never remember. And that was unusual, because this was an unusual trip. My mother came to visit this summer. She was lonely for family, and she wanted to see her sisters one more time before she couldn't see them anymore. So we took a trip. We traveled 2,500 miles altogether, my mother and I. We went to Louisiana to see one sister. 
And then uh, we went to central Missouri to see another sister. We arrived there on my mother's 85th birthday and were there just in time to celebrate her baby sister's 80th birthday in a big family get-together that her sister's children were throwing for her. This was all about family. We got to see people we weren't sure we'd ever see again and meet people that we'd never met before, and they were all family, and it was wonderful. And now she's content. You know, family... hmm. We have biological families. We have families that we gather around us, people like-minded that mean sometimes more to us than our biological families. We come to unity to find spiritual family. Sometimes we are extra blessed because not only do we find spiritual family, but we find like-minded people, and sometimes we're able to share that with our biological families as well, and how special is that? So this water gathered in Louisiana and Missouri, is about the blessing of the love of family in whatever way that may manifest. didn't know what I was going to say this morning. I've been pondering it and pondering it. <laughs> but this water is not from any place special. I consider special as my home. I haven't been any place where I could collect water. But I guess after listening to everybody else, the biggest thing, there's two things that I would like to have this intention for. Uh, One is definitely for peace on our planet. I would love to see peace, period. (laughs) It'd be wonderful not to have to worry about war anymore. And then the other intention is for my love of animals, uh, all kinds of animals. And um, I would like to see the time come that we no longer have homeless uh, cats and dogs, that we don't have to worry about having um, shelters that all of these animals will have a home to go to because they're so special. I think they are a joy to our lives. So that's what my intention is for. I'm nervous today. (laughs) Um, Members of the Cherokee Nation lived in North Georgia before um, being driven to travel the Trail of Tears. And I believe my mother and her family have carried um, the suffering and pain um, of their people and probably has passed it along to their children because I know (laughs) I've had to deal with some of it. But... um, um, 
my parents left North Georgia when my dad joined the military when they were 19, and they moved back about 30 years ago, and they purchased some land, and there's some springs in the backwoods of this area, and they came across a place where the wild grass, it was growing, but there's this big circular area. It was, um, it was still kind of flat and short grass, and they found out through some research that um, this was a meeting place for the tribal, the, uh, the elder of the tribes um, that would come there. And so uh, in November, when I went back to see my parents to release some of my sorrow and pain, I was able to stand on the sacred ground and to gather some water from this area. And I have a Cherokee um, prayer translation. Um, O great spirit who made all races, look kindly upon the whole human family and take away the arrogance and hatred which separates us from our brothers and sisters. And so it is. So I had to make sure this is the right water, actually. That's why I had to sit down by my beloved and ask. So this is the some of the water that we, from the hot springs in, in the Steamboat Springs area, that we gathered this last week. And certainly for us and for many of the people that were there at the hot springs, it definitely represents healing, um, a, a certain tranquility and ease and release that happens when you immerse yourself in hot springs for any period of time. Um, and so for me, this sharing of water is about that. It's about the healing that's possible. It's about the releasing of any anything that kind of binds us, holds us, um, that we may be more fully who we are. Uh-huh. So I've been sitting here uh, wondering what I was, uh, what the message was, and uh, it all seems to be love. So this is with love. I um, took this water from the same source I did last year, but for very different reasons this year. And uh, the message or the intention that I would like to share is that um, when it's all about new beginnings and support, support of community, to when things just shift around and your life turns out very, very differently than you thought it was going to, that this is a place you can get support. 
So I want to assure all of you that when that time comes, and it does for everyone, somewhere along the line, that uh, this is the place to be. So I'm very grateful for new beginnings and support and uh, the love of people who help you through those times. Thank you, Ariana, and thank you, music team, office people, staff people, and all of you who were very supportive. I'm never in a hurry. If anybody else wants to come up, just come. I'm grateful for the witnessing as well. And I want you to know that whether you chose to pour today or not, that the energy of your witnessing is as important as the energy of your pouring. That there are times during the year this being one of them when we get to hear from each other. And we really get to speak to each other and share with each other and influence what's going on here. And it matters that you came this morning. It matters that you were here. It matters that you participated. And as the year goes on and we pour from this vessel the holy water that we've made together and we use it Each of us will be touched in a different way because we were here to see that water made and we know what it means. We know all of the blessings that went into it. And these blessings have been recorded and will be put up on our website on our where our recorded sermons are. And so what will happen is after the water has been boiled, I will play it again all the way through so that all that energy goes back into the water again after we've made sure it's pure and clean and And there's no problem with it. So right now I'd like to pray for a minute, knowing that we're not going to close this work completely because we have another service and additional people who will pour into it here. But I ask you to join me in these intentions. We ask for the blessings of Spirit on this water for all that is good and holy to fill this vessel. We ask that anything that no longer serves us or doesn't serve us in any way is removed completely and and totally so that we might use it freely to bless, to welcome, to cleanse, and to purify. And for the sweet hearts who offer it and the places that it flows and the gift that water is in our lives, we say, 